0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode ninety-five of the IAcast. This is a special midweek episode because it's after the Apple event. Woohoo! It was awesome. So Apple Day. Yes, it was Apple Day, and today we're here with, as you heard, Jason Earls. <laughs> yeah, that's me. And Aaliyah Dudley.
1: All right, creepy laugh aside, that's me.
0: <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> So, we had an awesome Apple Day,
1: except at the end. Except it was at the end, uh,
0: yeah, and you could hear our thoughts on that on our special coverage that we recorded and live streamed and all that. So all I
1: gotta say is that roller coaster's still stuck at the top of the hill.
0: Yeah,
2: it is, and uh, I honestly think it started going back down the hill backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a good event. Well, uh, we right were hoping like for this. It. It. We were hoping for a little more, like uh, AirPods and other devices, but we got what we got. We got three new iPhones and new Apple Watch Series 4. So we're going to talk about all that on today's IA Cast. So it's exciting, really awesome stuff. So let's start out as the event started with the Apple Watch Series 4. This watch is pretty amazing, and I intend on getting one. They have a gold-colored stainless steel, which I think should look amazing. I like the color of mine, but I don't know which one I'll go with. But there's also all of the aluminum finish uh, colors, or as an Apple employee likes to say, aluminum. Aluminium. But aluminium. Uh, Get yes. it right.
1: It's not aluminum. It's aluminum.
2: Right There you go. It's yeah. Aluminium. And there's also no more edition. Yep. Right. It's gone. For those of
1: you who sunk a crap load of money into the edition watches, well, we always knew you had more money than you knew what. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna well, change. I want to know how
0: much folks would now give for it. Those folks now have infinity. to look at the iPhones because they're all in excess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I think it's
1: the funny edition. They have the
2: iPhone tennis and the iPhone tenor. <laughs>
1: I know because Tim Cook says tin not ten he says tin so when he said tin s it almost sounded like he said tennis
0: (laughs) that's hilarious so this watch has so many different variants that they can get up to over $1,300 in price depending on what band you pick with them so that's crazy but party bands to the rescue yes just but, buy
1: the rubber sports bands and go look on Amazon.
0: So these watches are slightly bigger than the previous models that we're used to. So now there is a 40 millimeter and a 42, four millimeter watch. So the other nice thing is about these is that the bands that you have for your current watches will work on these new watches. So if you have bands that work for a 38 millimeter watch those bands will work on your new 40 millimeter watch and if you have bands on the 42 millimeter watch they will work on the 44 millimeter watch i'm very happy that they are doing this i don't know if the device is actually bigger or if the screen takes up more space on the top face of the watch
2: I was assuming that it was the screen that took up more space on the top face of the watch, and that's why the sizes are different. But it's really nice to see that the bands from the older watches are still going to be usable on the the newer watches because I was kind of afraid that once the Series 4 hit, that that wasn't going to be the case anymore.
1: Yeah, I think it is the screen size. Just like... A six inch screened iPhone doesn't actually have a six inch, um, length. The 40 millimeter Apple watch from what I can gather isn't actually, you know, 40 millimeters. That's the screen real estate. Um, not so much the physical dimensions. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before.
2: I don't care if you're right or wrong. I still want one.
0: So, other changes that they've made, they apparently have a better speaker, and the microphone... 50% louder. Yeah, 50% louder. And the microphone is on the other side of the watch. Now, the joke which I made during the presentation is that, you know, we looked at the walkie-talkie app that they are using, which works with FaceTime. And... It It's a neat feature. However, you can hear FaceTime call static even on the current generation watches. So I made the joke that that, that static is going to be 50% louder on these new devices.
2: Which was highly amusing. Um, but uh, the microphone thing is definitely something that I wanted to see initially on the watch because having the microphone on the opposite side of where the speaker is should in theory definitely and I think Apple uh, even said this in the in the keynote that it should make for a much nicer call because sometimes the echo canceling algorithms of the uh, FaceTime app and stuff weren't always able to cope with the proximity of the microphone and the speaker as they are on the current watches
0: but I would like to point out that I don't care What you think about Android and Apple, you know, which one's better. The Apple Watch has always been, even since Series 0, a fantastic device. And they're getting better. And now they have a 64-bit processor, which is new to the Apple Watch. It makes apps run faster. And it's just going to provide for a very incredible experience for voiceover. Just think what it's going to do for the voiceover startup time
1: yeah and the voiceover um abilities to to run smoothly and be able to go between apps and move fluidly through the watch
2: yeah because as it stands right now i can't speak for the series three but on the series two there's definite room for improvement and that also makes me wonder how long the how much longer these older Watches are going to be supported because, you know, eventually the iPhone 5 wasn't supported anymore once Apple moved to a 64-bit architecture. So I suspect it's only going to be...
1: Would 64-bit architecture on the watch possibly give us the opportunity to use the Siri voice with voiceover? I... Because when 64-bit came out on the phones, it gave us Alex.
2: That's true, but the, the, the Siri voice... Already was able to be used on the Series Three in 32-bit. It is, so but
1: only for Series um, Series responses, which aren't constantly navigating the phone. Those few milliseconds that would annoy oh, us to death true. don't matter in the context of Siri. So I wonder if it really is going to give us access to that Siri voice, and I wonder if it's going to become like the HomePod. Your Siri voice is your voiceover voice.
2: Well, you know, honestly, if that's the case, I would be quite okay with that because I feel like she might be a little easier to hear at lower volumes on an Apple Watch style speaker than the Samantha Compact voice.
0: Well, and Siri voice takes a long time to even show up. Let's let's do a demo. What's
1: the
0: weather today? Okay, here's the weather for today. That was actually pretty fast. I was, I was going to say, that was
2: not a long time. I've no.
0: actually seen it take a lot longer. Is it me,
2: or was she kind of artifacty on the watch? Just
1: Possibly.
0: Then? Yeah, but that's it's interesting, and maybe they've done some updates in this version of the watch to you know, watch OS 5 to make it faster.
2: Yeah, and that's possible, but I remember one of the things regarding voiceover that Aliga and I both said is we really want to see the voiceover rotor on the watch, especially with these bigger screens. I have no problem doing the rotor gesture on my watch as it is now, right? let alone something with a bigger screen.
1: And I think that granularity, especially with the limited web browsing capabilities that we're going to have in watchOS 5 and email reading and things like that, you need to be able to navigate through with different levels and see how something's spelled or look, up, look at a phone number or something. That would really make me, mm-hmm. I think, use my watch more.
2: Me too. And I wish there was a way, and I don't know how this would work, but it would be neat to have a way where we could tell VoiceOver to do a say-all as well. But, I mean, I don't know how that would work because when you use two fingers, you're already scrolling the interface around.
1: Um, a different, I don't know.
0: Well, remember guys, and one of the things that we have to keep in mind is, yes, the rotor would be great, but when, if we add new features like this, even for print users, if we add reader mode, we add all these other things to make it easier to read long amounts of information. When are we going from a quick glance situation to a phone, you know, take out your phone style experience? Because that's one of the things that Apple has really tried to tailor the watch to is quick glances, not long sessions. Now,
1: hold on a minute, though. But a quick glance, you can see if you're – I don't equate rotor to reader at all. Reader, no. It has no place on the watch. But the rotor – Because you, as a sighted person, can look at how a a phone number by digit or a word for whatever reason or a a code that showed up so you could, I mean, um, input of verification codes in iOS 12 aside, you could look at a text code on your watch and not have to switch apps. But what if you wanted to look at that by digit? You, as a sighted person, could do that easily. Me, as a totally blind person, I'm going to have to listen to voiceover say that five or six times before I get it digit by digit. There's a big difference between the rotor and more heavy reading interfaces. There's a big difference there.
2: Yeah, I would agree and I've always, as I've come to use my watch, I've, I started realizing that for a blind person, our quick glances, if you will, are definitely going to have to be longer anyway than a sighted person's because of that very reason, so.
0: And those are good points, so maybe next year. With watchOS 6, we will start to see those features.
1: Well, and we may yet see it on the new watches. It may only be for the larger screens.
0: That's true. We'll see. Yeah. So, the watch also has some new health features, which are amazing. These watches now can take an ECG, an electrocardiogram, which can detect AFib and other heart-related abnormalities. This is a very amazing feature for a watch, folks, and uh, I'm, I'm impressed by this. You know, as we get older, the ability for our watches to save our lives is incredible. I mean, well, life changing. And so I think it's good for us to keep up with these technologies so that we can, you know, stay healthier and live better lives. So I will for sure be getting one because of this and because of the other health benefit that I think benefits uh, people like us who are blind and, you know, low vision. And that is to detect falls. So if we trip and fall, lose our balance or anything, it will send us an alert that you know asking if we need help because we have fallen.
1: Now, I want to point out that this is not just a blindy feature, folks. We're not saying that blind people fall more often. We're not saying any of that. Don't go there. We're saying that this is beneficial for anybody. Um, I grew up in the Midwest, and ice and snow were a big thing. And in the wintertime, if you fell, especially, I lived out on a farm, and one night I actually hurt myself pretty badly. Luckily, it was only, I smacked my nose on something really hard and I had, I thought I had broken it, but I was able to walk. Had I not, however, um, you know, something like this, whether I'm blind or I'm not, is could potentially be life-saving for me.
2: Well, and also, I think I remember them saying one of the things that it could do is if it detected that you were immobile for, what was it, like a minute or something? Minute. It would yes. it could automatically call emergency services for you. I'm assuming that's something that you can turn off or hopefully at least change the duration of because I could see that getting in the way sometimes. But Well,
1: still. and I wonder if it means truly immobile. Like, w- can't move, period. So, unconscious or something where you're not moving your arms or your body at all.
0: I think what they're actually meaning by that is if you cannot respond to the alert on your wrist.
1: That's not what he said, though. That's, he said if, if, if you are immobile for a minute.
2: Hmm.
0: That's a good question that will need verification.
2: Nonetheless though, it's still I think anyway a very nice feature to
0: have for the watch to be able to do that. So the neat thing about this new technology for the heart rate or the um ECG is, it actually works as creating a circuit with your, with your uh, wrist and the finger that you put on the digital crown. So, and also this new digital crown will click as you turn it, so that's really cool. Yeah, it's Taptic Feedback. Mm-hmm. So, there's a new display on the watches that goes edge to edge. New watch faces, new speakers.
1: Eight complications on your watch face.
0: Mm-hmm. New colors in the watch faces. They look amazing. I can't wait to get my hands on one.
1: I want it just for it's eight complications and the new digital crown.
2: I want it just because even even if they changed nothing else aside from, like, 64-bit and it's faster, that would be enough for me. Just and because...
0: I, I think the 64-bit is going to allow it to stay relevant longer.
2: I don't know of any of the Android watches that are 64-bit, although
0: they may be. They uh, are. I don't know. The Samsung Gear uh, 3 is definitely 64-bit.
1: 64-bits of inaccessible.
0: (laughs) Well, partly inaccessible. So the Apple Watch starts at... What is it? Three ninety nine. dollars yeah, dollars for the non-cellular. And wow. it was $450 or $500? No, 500 500 for the cellular. And the watch I want to get, the stainless steel, starts at uh, $750 for cellular on the stainless steel. So. That's God. expensive.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: So. There is a lot of variance and the series three lines are still there at cheaper prices. So two
1: seventy-nine. Mm-hmm. No stainless steel series threes though. If you're gonna get a series three, it's only aluminum. hmm
0: Oh. Yep. They took the stainless steels out of the store for series three that I saw. Uh they also appear to still have the same notification and call sounds, which I'm kinda disappointed about.
1: I want the ability to change my call sounds. I also don't think that the cellular watches should have that pretty ringtone and be the only ones that have the pretty ringtone. Sorry. Yeah, I want to be don't. able to
2: change I want to be able to change different notification sounds too because it's annoying to not be able to tell uh just by the sound if I'm getting an email or a text message or if my cookies are done.
0: But one of the things that I did like for visual users, they do have watch faces now that kind of bring back some of the features of the glances from the older uh, versions of watch OS. So like it would actually have a person like people's faces that you could tap on, get information on a watch face. And I'm sure that will work with voiceover as well. So I'm excited about it. There's a lot of new watch faces on these new watches.
2: What so. if they took out the VoiceOver's digital crown navigation and made that digital crown stuff the rotor? Uh,
1: they couldn't because you'd have to have a way. No. Flick no. up
2: and down on the screen.
1: That would just be clunky and stupid. No.
0: <laughs> no, I doubt they'll do well, that. Well, you they'll, heard they'll... it here first, y'all. <laughs> okay. they, will, they will keep... If, if when they decide to add the rotor, they'll add the rotor. It's just going to be the rotor. Mm-hmm. I'm oh yeah, not
1: gonna, because digital crown I navigation helps you do. move through your app yes really it does quickly.
2: yes yeah I guess that's true I guess I just never really use it
0: it's a habit to get into when you're used to Except doing things have on to turn your phone
1: it off if you want water
0: lock oh really
1: yes don't forget to turn digital crown navigation off before you turn water lock on or you're going to be in a fit.
2: And you also have to turn it off if you want to do things like adjust the volume of what you're playing on yep. your phone or yep. watch or you all sure that good do. stuff. So that's why I never use it personally. Plus wow. I keep forgetting about it.
0: Okay, well I think we spent quite a bit of time on the Apple Watch.
1: Yeah, that's because we don't need to spend much time on the phone. So
0: oh I... wow. Zing.
1: Ho <sighs> oh, hum, camera, 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 three screen sizes. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>
2: Wow. Wider stereo field, stereo recording, Yeah. dual SIM support, at least on the XS devices. Unless you you live in China. Unless you live in China, in which case it's a dual physical SIM support device. Wow. Because the way the dual SIM works is it's a dual SIM in that it has an eSIM in the phone, which is the same kind of technology that the cellular Apple Watches now use, as well as a physical SIM tray. And then the Chinese version has is going to have two actual physical SIM trays on either side of each other on the phone.
0: Okay, guys, let's actually do this the right way. No, so, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> she and started it.
1: I'm sorry, I'm bored. It, no, I was right though. I gave good. I gave. I gave information. Yeah. Okay,
0: so we have three new iPhones. The iPhone, the tennis. XS, the tennis.
1: The tennis, the tennis max, and the tenor.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 so the, the t- uh, 10s, the 10s max, and the 10r is the actual name of these three phones. They are the 10s is 6.1, no, the 10s is 5.8, 5.8. inches, the 10s max is 6.5 inches. And the 10R is 6.1 inches.
1: So you have um, 10R for 10 really cheap. You have 10S for somewhere in the middle. And you have 10S max for just maxed out my credit card. All right.
2: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, I mean. Go ahead. It sounds like at least... In all seriousness, it, it sounds like what what the 10R isn't going to have, the 10S is going to have, or at least the 10S Max anyway, is going to have a dual lens camera setup on the back of the phone. I'm assuming the 10S mm-hmm.
1: or the 10S does too, I believe.
0: They actually okay. visually look like they all have the same camera setup. They
1: do not. The 10R is a yeah. The 10R is a single camera. lens
0: camera. Oh
1: really?
2: The, yeah. The iPhone 10S, 10R, uh, sorry, has the True depth camera on the front I gather that it's the same setup As far as the camera Specifications are concerned as the iPhone XS But it does not have an OLED screen It also does not have 3D touch And There's something uh,
1: Only the single lens, lens camera on have. the back So uh, And yeah. the, the band around Between the two glass pieces Is aluminum So oh, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely OLED screen. It is a 12 megapixel camera and it claims that Apple claims that software will be able to emulate the dual lens setup, but I don't know how much I agree with that. Also, what's this liquid retina stuff? It just sounds like messy.
2: I feel sorry for whoever's eyes were involved in coming up with that name for the right? LCD screen.
1: Who got their retinas liquefied?
0: Well, I, I, actually looking at the display, I see why they call it that. It is a new technology to make the edges of the screen curve down. So it kind of looks like the, like visually, it looks like the display kind of is curved. So it kind of gives like this liquid... You know, the it takes L C D and kind of makes it more, you know, I guess it's a it's a gimmicky marketing term, folks. That's really what it's Well it see does. I was
2: very I was very unimaginative and just assumed that they called it liquid retina because L C D is liquid crystal display. I didn't even think about the curvature of the screen. Oh, do we know if the ten R also supports gigabit class LTE speeds like the XS does? I assume so. As far so.
1: as I'm aware, yeah, they all do. And also, al- since the iPhone X, the phones have been 5G capable. Um, I know you made a comment on the stream earlier that they weren't, but the, they're 5G capable.
2: Yeah, I read about that. I guess it's going to require some sort of software change in order to uh, set that up, so hopefully that'll happen at some point.
0: Right, and and you know, ev- I've talked to employees at Verizon and other places, and they say that the iPhones were the first uh, 5G ready uh, devices. So, so we'll just have to see what yes. happens
2: in the future. And but oh, I guess
1: also randomness that uh, I just it popped into my head, and I wanted to mention this. You can tap to wake the 10R, even though it's an LCD display. That's very odd. Also, fans of the home button. Sorry. Bye-bye. No more. Also, no more um, lightning-to-headphone dongles in the box.
2: Yeah, that makes me kind of sad. Because I personally don't think we're ready for that yet. Bluetooth still has too much lag. And the only reason... The only area that Bluetooth doesn't really have a lot of lag in is when your W1 devices or other uh, Bluetooth devices are in the in-call state. As far as um, headphones like the Bose SoundLink headphones are concerned, the AirPods, the Beat Solo 3, and Studio 3s, that's generally, from my experience, the only time when you don't have a delay. So I still don't think we're going to be quite there yet until that latency can be... Um, made to, to go away or at least significantly lessened because by the time you hear something in an audio game through Bluetooth you might already be dead depending on the how the game works for instance.
1: I'll be a little upset if when we see new iPads there are no headphone jacks especially in the Pro line of iPads. I think yeah. that take it from the phones that's fine but don't take it away from the pro level machines that's not okay
2: yeah that, that, that would annoy me because I like the idea I like being able to take my uh, headphones and disconnect them from my 3.5mm lightning adapter for my phone and then just connect them to the headphone jack of my iPad even if my iPad's like dying because then I can just plug it in and keep going
0: so let's look at this another way. I'm using the Beats Studio 3s for this podcast to monitor what I'm saying and how things go, you know, with levels and all those things. And I could not use these effectively with my phone without the headphone adapter to do recordings because the, in, the in-call recording state that you have to have sounds terrible. Uh, with the W1 chips so W2 might make things better but that won't be on this set of headphones and so you need that cable to make it sound even decent and even that has its own issues so I think Bluetooth like we said is not ready but the nice thing is is that these new phones have stereo recording in it apparently sounds amazing
2: it almost sounded binaural in the stream to my ears. It Which was makes me wonder if really it is surprising. I don't think it can be because part of how binaural works is it has to use. Well, it might possibly be. I, I, I don't know. It, it would depend on how. There, there's a lot of factors that could come into play there but either way the stereo recording does sound really really nice it's Although
1: not quite binaural I noticed some things with hearing yeah. the recording it's not it's it may be an expanded stereo field you can hear some kind of directional things where it almost sounds like it might go behind you but it's not it, it can't it's kind of like you know many Android phones have dual microphone setups
2: Yeah, but it definitely sounds great. Obviously, if you're in a windy environment, uh, you're going to hear wind noise, just like in the video. But that's true of even things like the ambios. You're going to hear wind noise. Keep in
0: mind, wind noise nothing. is an effect. You know, I'll, I know you think the wind noise was kind of a detractor from the video, but a lot of times they use wind noise as an effect to emphasize what is going on.
1: Yeah, but that was almost That's fine definite. if it doesn't
0: sound like the Falcon 9
2: rocket launching. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was kind of blowing across the mics pretty hard.
0: But it almost sounded like it was somebody diving off something like a No, it didn't. No.
1: No, it didn't. No,
0: it sounded like SpaceX was relaunching the Falcon 9. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like what was happening in the video. I have not seen the video itself. No. So.
1: No. 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 It was very windy and no, that was
0: Yeah wind itself
2: is fine i have no objection to like the sound of leaves blowing in the wind Mm -hmm. or the sound of wind and like you know that like
1: no that was wind across mic
2: capsules yeah that was yeah wind across
0: mic capsules not good so i i am interested to see what they actually did in a lot of those videos i'm Going to have to actually go back through and watch the event a third time because I've listened to our coverage f- twice now, <laughs> been part of it once. And uh, it was, I loved our coverage. It was great. We had a lot of great folks on here. But
1: we had the British invasion. We had like four people from the UK today.
0: <laughs> it was great.
1: <laughs> it was.
0: So these phones also have new, like we talked about, new amazing cameras. New speakers for a wider stereo spread. Are y'all impressed by those? Meh. I I
1: want to I hear them.
2: Reserve judgment. Yeah, I reserve judgment on that until I hear it. Um, I'm not a fan. I I think we we talked about this on the stream. I'm not a fan, really, of how the current setup is on the eight plus and seven plus. Um, and I assume it's true on the seven and eight as well. Of the way the speakers work because on my phone you the earpiece speaker has more treble than does the speaker that's I'm just for intense just 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 to make it easier I'm gonna call it the bottom of the phone even though the stereo field rotates and stuff so the the speaker on the bottom of the phone has more low end than the speaker at the top of the phone in some respect because it does a weird like resonance trick on the on the 8 plus like if you cover up that speaker on the bottom you'll hear stuff out of the earpiece and it does hit the same types of low frequencies but it's not nearly as able to resonate those frequencies out uh, as is the bottom speaker. So that's something that i i I hope apple fixes or has fixed i should say on the new iphone 10 series because it It's just, it really bugs me. I want my left speaker and my right speaker to acoustically sound exactly the same. And hopefully that's something that Apple has achieved with these new phones.
0: See, I feel like I don't notice that on the tin. If I cover my bottom speaker...
1: It happens some. It's not as bad as I've seen some phones, but it does happen. Um, my bottom speaker of my ten got a little wet the other day. And... For a few minutes, you could hear the um, speaker on the top more than the bottom, a lot more, and it was okay. But you could definitely tell that there was some reduction in the the richness of the sound, Mm -hmm. which is just because of the capabilities of that earpiece speaker.
0: Well, I feel like whenever I covered the bottom speaker... And then covered the top speaker. I didn't hear a lot of difference. Oh, I do. So we have three new phones. They're very nice. I'm definitely going to get one. What phone would you guys get?
1: I don't want the Max. I Yes, it has a bigger battery. It, But that's about all other than screen real estate that it has going for it. Unlike the... 7 versus 7 plus differences the max and the 10s both have dual-lens cameras so I don't have to worry about that both of them have the face ID in the front camera they seem to be pretty identical except for screen size and battery so I would stick with the 10s because I like my tens form factor I don't want the R I'm sorry I think the R is a little cheap uh, it reminds me a bit of how the 5C was when it came out. Just feels like the cheap phone and <coughs> so I would go with the 10s.
2: I'm going to go on the other end of the spectrum and say that I would go for the 10s max because I don't like the for I don't hate the form factor of the iPhone 10. But I prefer the form factor of my 8 Plus, which is what the 10s Max is supposed to match, from what I remember Apple saying in the keynote. So for me, that's why I would go with the 10s uh, Max because I like the wider display and uh, the 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 wider casing of the phone rather.
1: I don't miss my Plus phone after deal, after having my 10 for three months now, almost three months. Um, I don't miss it. I don't. I don't miss that plus size.
0: It Before we wrap up here, it's also worth noting that the Max is now the only phone in the lineup that supports split view apps and the landscape keyboard that we had on the plus phones. So the S and the – just the, the 10S and the 10R will not support those things.
1: No, because they're not big enough. Right. Um. Oh, there was one more thing. No, there wasn't one more thing at the keynote, but there was one more thing – that I wanted to mention about the phones, and I don't remember
0: what it was. Now. Well, I will mention that they oh, the size storage. Yes, is oh, yeah. the max is 512 gigs. So now, is the 10s. It, they both are, go up to 512 gigs. Now I want to put this out there because this is kind of the truth, folks. The, when you look at the iPhone 10s Max. Don't compare that to the iPhone. Don't compare that to previous iPhones. When you look at this phone, think of the Galaxy Note series. That is what That's swearing. <laughs> that is what this is to compare to. And the most expensive of these is $1500, the price of a computer.
1: I couldn't buy a Mac for that.
0: So, they are expensive. The iPhone 10R starts at
2: 749? Yes. Yes, and the iPhone 10R I don't think comes in a 512 gigabyte configuration. It's 64, 128 nope. and 256 gigs. Right.
1: Yep, that's it. And weirdly, Apple is still seven selling the 7s. The 7 series phones. Not the 8s.
2: Uh, yeah, they are.
1: Was it the 8? Oh, They're still selling
2: the 8 plus phones. They're not selling the iPhone 10.
1: But but didn't they say that the sevens were dropping down to like four hundred dollars?
2: Yeah, the sevens are dropping down to four something, four forty nine I think or whatever it was. Um, yeah, cheaper as far than the Series
1: Four cellular Apple Watch.
2: <coughs> yeah, but it I, I I I am pretty sure based on what they said the keynote they're still selling the iPhone eight. At least the eight. I don't know about the eight plus. I assume so, but I could be wrong. Huh.
0: Most likely not. I kind of want
1: to look at this now. I'll
0: bring it up real quick. I'm looking. So yes, the iPhone Seven and Eight lines are still in the app uh, Apple Store app. So all of those are available. So I will personally be going for, as I'm sure everybody guesses, the Ten Max. Most
1: expensive thing there.
0: And I don't know if I'll go with 256 gig or 512. I'm very happy with my 256. However, the, the thing, the the choice that's actually difficult for me. I love the gold phone, but I love the white finish on the back of the tin. I've been a very big fan of this, so it's a very hard decision. I think I'm gonna have to see them. I don't know if I can pre-order. What? I yep. Don't
2: know which one what color i would go with if i were able to get a hold of one um but i can tell you that i still think i would be okay with just the 64 gig phone because like i still have like 40 something gigs free on my current phone but i still would definitely want to go with the max over the um normal well
0: i'm i will say this i record 4k video and i do photos so the more space the better and you know you could do all this stuff on a big ipad all of that's great but the thing is it would be nice to be able to do this on a huge phone so i'm very excited about this plus guys one thing for you guys to think about is GarageBand. you know you could do more with GarageBand on a bigger screen i don't that would
2: be nice if GarageBand band was as accessible yeah, in exactly. as many areas as it should be and let you actually with voiceover download all the extra expansion packs which you can't do with voiceover at least i can't because the w- the window that you need doesn't read and mm. what does read has either very hard to find labels in that like they beside the buttons and stuff which i mean that's not a big deal per se but it's either that or it's uh, mm-hmm. not beside the buttons possible text or it just doesn't read the text at all
0: yeah but there, there are things to consider. So but, yeah. let's go ahead and wrap up for today. I think this has been a good event. I'm very excited about these new phones. You know, we haven't even really talked about the processor, which is eight cores instead of two. Uh,
2: it's six cores. Eight. You're thinking of the learning engine, I think, because they said that the A12 Bionic chip was six cores. It had two uh, – what was it? It was – was it was it two high performance cores and four low efficiency cores, and then they were talking about the 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 learning engine part of having eight cores? I think is what they said.
0: I remember them saying the A twelve went up from two cores to eight.
2: I think it was for the learning part. The learning um, was that a whatever different whatever they call chip? the learning section of the yeah, I think it was.
0: And it has a faster secure enclave the new phones well now we got to look it up so we've determined that the processor the A12 Bionic is actually a multi you know, processor system it has a total of 14 cores which is crazy it has 8 cores for the neural network which is up from 2 and it has 6 cores for the CPU itself 4 prioritized for graphics and 2 are high performance so that is crazy
2: What's also crazy is the fact that because it's the A12, and I think the A11 can do this too, but Apple said that all of these cores can be active at once on this chip.
0: That's insane. That That's awesome. And we don't know the RAM amount, but we will, you know, I'm sure talk about that on the later uh, episode.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, when people tear it open and do whatever they
0: do. Yep.
1: Man, if you're going to tear an iPhone open, just give it to me. <laughs> Leave it whole and pretty and give it to me. I'll take good care of it.
0: <laughs> but these devices are nice. I'm excited. I'm very excited about the watch and the new phone. I'm going to get w- both and I'm sure we're going to do unboxings. The casts will be done by the first person in the iAccessibility community that gets them. Who has binaural headphones? That is a requirement. <laughs> hey, I've already <laughs> called the watch. Ali is calling the watch. So exciting stuff, guys. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up for today. We'll be back Sunday with a recording of our 96th episode. Wow. And uh, really awesome stuff. So, with that all being said, we're not going to do picks this week. We no. will because we're all going to be fighting over, you know, the iPhone and the watch. So, you know,
2: yeah. Our pick is like everything Apple announced today. And the That's home
1: like pod our update. Yeah. That you can ping devices, except if you have two home pods and you know, but don't get me started on that.
0: And yeah, we'll talk about that next time, but there were uh, talks of Apple TV and home pod updates. So awesome stuff. And, uh, I can't forget to mention that all the new software, folks, will be coming out on Monday. Minus Mojave. Except yes. for the Mac. Yes. On Monday the 17th, with exception of macOS Mojave. It will be coming out one week after.
1: Which is good. That means when I'm, star- when I'm running around the house updating everything, it, there's one less thing <laughs> to update.
0: Well, we're already running the right. next best thing anyway, so... Well. Yeah.
1: I'm not running watchOS yeah. 5, so... Yeah.
0: That's true. All right, so with all that being said now, Aaliyah, where can people find you online?
1: People can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A, at iAccessibility.net, and you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl189 or at nose.
0: well done that sounded like it went right there like it was meant to so that's awesome uh jason where can people find you online people
2: can find me producing content for iaccessibility you can email me at jason at iaccessibility.net you can follow me on twitter at jde91 that's julia delta echo 91 and you can also search for me on facebook just search for jason earls
0: you will be able to find me, Michael Doeys, looking at the screen of an iPhone 10s uh, uh, Max, you know, you'll, you'll be able to see my head, part of my head, you know, and, and the- Don't you'll, look, you'll, he's bald. Yeah, you'll see the camera and either the gold or the white of this phone that will cover my face, and um, you Reflecting will see- off the bald spots. Right, and I'll be doing that, all that, you know, I'll be using my phone to produce content for eye accessibility. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Doeys. You can find me on Facebook by searching for Michael Doeys. You can email me at Mike Doeys at iAccessibility.net. That is M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. And you can also find me at my website at michaeldoeys.com. If you want to find iAccessibility, you can at iAccessibility.net. We are iAccessibility1 on Twitter. We are in our own app at, uh, just look for iAccessibility on the App Store. It's really awesome to have our app. You know, We've had a lot of people use it today with the streams and all that, so it's really cool. We have our new home online for the podcast at iacast.net. That's where you can get to all the iacast network shows, and uh, we will have other links to our other shows there. So um, iacast.net, is where you can go to find everything iacast. And we will soon have our premium content there, so we're moving from Patreon over to our website for hosting premium content. So that is soon to happen. And you can find us on uh, Tumblr, you could find us all over the place. So look for iAccessibility on Google and you'll find all kinds of information about us. So. Hopefully you'll do that on your new Apple uh, gear that you get that we talked about this week. So that's going to do it for this episode of the IACast. It's been an awesome day. Great Apple Christmas. I think more for the visual users. I think a lot of you guys were kind of bored, but...
1: I think even a lot of the visual users were bored. I was seeing a lot of comments like that from...
0: Wow. Interesting. so. So I enjoyed it. I can't wait to play with it. So we will... Uh, see what this stuff is like, and we'll do reviews, and we may even do an in-store first impressions. Right, Aaliyah? Uh huh. So, really awesome stuff. So, we'll see you guys next time on another episode of the IA Cast. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Copyright 2018, iAccessibility, LLC.